Lindsay always asked me to wait two seconds. <laughs> so I figured I'd give you guys a little jazz hands before we started. Well, you guys, a time traveler from 1960 appeared in 2006, transported to the future. But even he seemed confused about how the heck he got there. Did Sergei Ponomarenko really enter a time slip? In other spooky events, the world's oldest ghost has been confirmed. Is that, a is snake demon... Cursed lands, evil spirits, and old bones are just the beginning of the story from Ghost Ranch. So join us for this Edge of Wonder episode to also hear about the top Halloween world records about haunted dolls, pumpkins, and more, which I'm sure Ben's going to love. <laughs> yeah, plus ever wondered how to survive a zombie attack? Well, you'll find out tonight. So, And don't forget, we also have a prayer meditation at the end along with a Q&A that you get to ask us. So, all right, we'll, so we'll see you out on the edge. And are you listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere? Please can leave us a five-star rating and review to help us reach even more people. And also remember to like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Ganjing World, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. <laughs> How's it going, Ben? Oh man, yeah, um, a lot better. I, I, I yeah, both you of us were a little. Uh, you still have a little. Yeah, I still, I'm still a little bit congested. I, I'm actually wondering if I had COVID. So, but did you lose your sense of smell entirely? No, no, no I don't think smell. I think but, it was like normal stuff. Yeah, but I, I, I couldn't believe I had a headache for almost five days straight could have been that's, flu though right flu stuff flu does that it does but i've never i mean i've had a headache where it lasts like a day or two maybe three days at the most in the past a long time ago but yeah it started out with just like a headache and then it started turning into like flu symptoms so i don't know weird anyway but yeah i had yeah. a i had a little old-fashioned food poisoning on friday which was <laughs> yeah. great yeah, that's rough. Actually, for the first time in my life, I passed out while I was throwing up. Man, that is crazy. I was literally like I, I go for the toilet. I I start thr throwing up and then I woke up on the floor and I was like, what? And then I had to throw up again because I didn't get it all out. But apparently I found this out after one of my friends was telling me that uh, EMTs get called almost most for people passing out when they throw up. They think there's like something wrong, but there's something that happens like because you're trying to get it all out. Yeah. There's like some relationship between throwing up and blood rushing to your head and oh, you that could the right mixture and <laughs> you pass out. That could wow. I literally woke up and I was like <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It was all good. It was oh. it was good. It was good. You know, I, I feel like uh after after I felt a lot better. I did a bunch of meditation and uh, yeah. my hands were really cold after. And then by the time I was done meditating, my hands were like blazing hot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Same thing with me too. I mean, I was yeah meditating a lot when I was sick. It, it's, it's hard when your head hurts though, because you just can't like think and focus. So yeah. that's where I was having like the biggest time with anything. I'm like, oh, I can't even, it's like it hurts to think. So I'm so glad when the headache went away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a uh, really interesting uh, Sergey Ponomarenko. This what a strange story here. This is a very strange story. Yeah. You've have you heard this story before? Yeah. Well, I actually, you know, we we uh, Lindsay was bringing it up to us, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've never actually heard this story. So I really like dived into it today and did some research. Um. So. The backstory is that supposedly this man, Sergei Pomeninko, who, by the way, shares the exact same name as a 1980s Olympic medalist um, uh, figure skating. He was a figure skating champion um, that he did a pair with another. Maybe, maybe he figure skated so fast he went back or forward. And speed of light. Yeah. <laughs> Combined with CERN, 
feel like that woman is much more into it than he is. He's just like, why did someone hairspray my hair like this? Yeah. So they, they were like very famous, I guess, um, throughout the 80s sp- specifically, uh, which so that researching this made it really hard because everything comes up on the skater. So I, I was like, wow, this is uh, this. This was a little bit more challenging. So, OK, the story is that he was in his late 20s. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was from 1958 in his late 20s. And then all of a sudden, supposedly he shows up in 2006 and he was taken in by the police on suspicious behavior. Sorry. And um, this is in the Ukraine, by the way. So um, and supposedly he had an ID from the Soviet Union, which was completely dissolved by the 2006 and when and there's there are photos of this guy and supposedly he had clothes on from the 50s along with like his passport um the story goes in even more that's a dude that looks like a chinese guy this is just an example of a russian or ukrainian passport thank you that looks like a chinese i was like yeah or an id the, I, isn't isn't his original one and it's in the uh, article right actually no it's not there's a uh, lot of um images that are going around the internet that turned out to be from a tv show that did an expose on this sergey story so a lot of people who debunk the story use the photos to do that because they say I oh see. this was photoshopped this is from a movie um the background doesn't match up whatever but actually yeah. because that tv show seems to need images and b-roll i think that they just tried to make reenactments and that doesn't mean the story is not real correct and, and actually the, the, the it's a tv show called aliens but it's all in ukrainian um it's in ukraine and everything so that's probably yeah so that that's so that's what people are saying oh this has been officially debunked because the screenshots people are using and i i don't I don't know what the story is in that show. I, I don't think this this is the story, but it, it could be. And then like, you know, a lot of the times like these things, like these shows and TV shows and whatnot, like mimic real life too. And then it makes it even more confusing. So um, yeah, and supposedly he even had a hammer that was from that era in the 50s. So um, a camera, you mean? A camera. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. And uh, so he was an expert in photography, was brought in to develop the old film. It showed photos of Sergei and a woman dressed in old 50s clothing. And yeah, there was more too. like he was interviewed by a psychiatric doctor. Mm -hmm. And he said when he was 25, he said he was 25 and remembered walking in Kiev with his fiance. Valentina Kurish, uh, taking a photo with her, and then some accounts say he saw something strange in the sky. Now, this is where the photos come in. You were just saying because mm-hmm. he he had a vintage camera with him, and it he was supposedly an expert in photography and was brought. Oh, an expert in photography. Excuse me, he was not an expert, but he an expert in photography was brought in to develop the old film. It showed photos of him and a woman dressed in the old fifties. And this was his fiance. This apparently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. You can keep going if you want. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it, the, basically it showed photos of Sergey and a woman dressed in the fifties. Sergey said he had taken a photo of the strange flying object as well, which is kind of a bizarre thing to say, if you think about it. Yeah, right before uh, he disappeared, he sees something weird in the sky, supposedly photographs it. Then when the police are questioning him, they get the film developed by an expert in photography from the past. And supposedly there are photos of him with this girl and a photo of a UFO. Now check this out. Valentina was in her 70s by then and told them that Sergei had disappeared for a few days in 1958. 
Mm-hmm. He was able to. I mean, I guess he was able to see into the future and talked about cell phones that would exist. That's what she said. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> this is like one of the more legit examples of it. Yeah, time. well, unless this is all part of the show, that that's part of the problem. Now, like debunking some of this, some people who repeat the story say that the interview was done on camera. Um, however, it seems that all photos and video proof going around from so so everything that we're seeing going around the internet is all from this Ukrainian TV show called Aliens. And so that's what they've like, oh, this right. has now been debunked. A lot of mainstream media have been reporting on this story, actually, because it went so viral on on social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram and whatnot. However, I OK, so I looked into some past newspapers to try to see if like this guy ever you know, ever was like reported missing or anything else. That's what I could not find anything of. But then again, looking for this guy was hard because everything comes up is, is well, it's, the, uh, by the way, it's Ukraine. Guy. Yeah. It's, and that's the other problem. It's in Ukraine. So no I one mean, one, one person missing in 1958, you know, you're not going to see like American reports on anything or, like that. Or yeah. Or even in Ukraine, you're probably not, no one cares. They're like, <clears throat> give me some bread to eat. <laughs> yeah. So I did look in, um, I also looked in Google search to see to, to, uh, like, um, to see anything uh, in the past too, to see if like, you know, some, something came up on this guy. I didn't really find anything, but again, it's hard because I, I was trying to filter out the ice skating guy. So I did look at things from the fifties all the way up until like the seventies, but I, you know, again, I didn't really find so much. So it's really hard to say, you know, if any other aspect is, is like, we know how like these things work, you know, we take something that's actually true. And then it's like, well, we'll just kind of like, you know, put this in Hollywood, do a film about it. And now if anyone talks about it, it's just like, oh, it's fake because, you know, it's from a movie like E.T., for example, you know. So, um, so but yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think, Rob? Well, what's weird is. It also says here that Sergei disappeared a second time in 1970 and was never seen again. He hmm. allegedly sent Valentina a photo from 2050, though, that showed an older looking Sergei and Kiev with skyscrapers that didn't exist in 1958 or 2006. 2050 skyscrapers in Ukraine after this war with all the billions being pumped in there. Possibility. <laughs> What it is. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just debunked the debunkers right there. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. That is, it is a very interesting story. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I mean, I, I love this stuff, you know, and, um, and also, uh, so I, I've been out, Lindsay, old fashioned camera. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're welcome. That isn't that, I think that's a brownie. I don't know what that's called start b I, it might be the the brownie camera but i can't remember so um you know i've been watching that show uh dark for the first time finally because oh, everyone so keeps telling yeah i'm only like five episodes in now but it, it definitely is one of those shows where i'm like i have no idea what's really there's, going to happen there's a couple so. like the third season doesn't really match the first two, but at the very end of the first, the second season, mm -hmm. you're just like, what the heck just happened? And then some of the stuff that happens in season, like season two and season three, it's <clears> like, <throat> it's such a, like, it's a crazy ride. Hmm. Crazy, crazy ride. That's yeah. interesting. If you guys haven't, yeah, if you guys haven't heard of Dark, it's kind of, it, 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 kind of resembles a German stranger things in a way, in a way it's like an adult um, version of stranger things, but there's still, yeah. Kids yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of saying it, but there's like so many characters that you're kind of like, Whoa, what's going on? You know, like, yeah, stranger yeah, things are it, like I've, I've watched it a couple of times. So it, it, I imagine if you're German, it's easier. Cause you're like, you'll catch the names really quick, mm -hmm. but because the names are a little bit foreign, 
like one of the guy's names Ulrich. I'm not yeah. going to remember a name like Ulrich. Literally, no one in my life has that name. You know what I mean? <laughs> that well, it's funny because that was the one you remember. That's like the, but that's the only one I remember. Like if you're asking me, like what's the other names? I'm like Jonas. Uh, Jonas. Eric, I, yeah, Eric was was one of them, and uh, Mikkel. That's that's all I remember anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah. But Mikkel. Uh, His name Mikkel, is Mikkel. Mikkel. Michael. Whatever. But um, if well, you hey, guys. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and you guys at home, like if you like time slips and stuff, we did we've got a bunch of episodes both on Rise TV, if you'd like to subscribe to support us, and on Metaphysical, where we've done a bunch of time slip episodes there too. Um, you can find that on YouTube or, or anywhere. Um, so definitely check those out. That's some old school edge of wonder right there, if you'd like mm -hmm. to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> really old school. It was like fifth episode that we did or something True. <sighs> but these yeah time all, all the stuff around time is really cool so all right we're going to show a trailer and we get back we'll get more into the oldest uh, ghost yeah is that even possible why do the royals love vlad the impaler what's so special about transylvania and why can't queen elizabeth eat garlic how are bloodlines, serial killers, and vampires tied to Vlad the Impaler? And what bone-chilling details could have to do with the end of the world? We're just dying to show you what we found. Ha 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 ha! Join us for the Halloween series conclusion of Vlad the Impaler. A bloody legacy. Only on edgeofwonder.tv. Ha ha ha. That's funny. <laughs> that was a good one. It was when Radio Face was in his was in his prime. Yeah, <laughs> really is. Okay, yeah. So, is it even possible to be the oldest ghost? I don't even know. Like, what, <clears throat> what exactly does that mean? <laughs> How well, do you track the oldest ghost? Right, right. So it's called. Viv Viveron, the snake demon. This is really interesting. So Ghost mm -hmm. Ranch in New Mexico got its name from the many alleged sightings of <clears throat> a huge ghostly reptile in serpentine form measuring 20 to 30 feet long. That's six to nine meters long. A ghost reaching that large. Initially, it was dismissed as folklore. It acquired greater significance and attention when, in 1947, paleontologist Edwin H. Colbert unearthed a huge cache of fossil skeletons in the same area derived from various prehistoric reptiles. Hmm. That's freaky. It is really freaky. <laughs> these, these not only included more than a thousand dinosaur specimens, but also a very elongated nine meter long crocodile like creature known as a phytosaur. Do we I have don't know if I've ever heard of this thing? Yeah. What Can does this look like, Lindsay? She's going to pull up some photos. Yeah, of one sec. Like a big oh, okay. Yeah. I it's have like heard. a big alligator. It's kinda. a big alligator. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a really scary mouth. Yeah. All right, let's see. Has a lot more teeth, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I have seen this. That does not. Yeah, that doesn't look like a dinosaur. That looks like a terrifying crocodile. How big is that head? I wonder. Too big. <laughs> well, yeah, man. So its discovery led to speculation that the paranormal snake demon being reported by the locals was the ghost of the phytosaur. Wow, but... ghost of the phytosaur would make a great band name. Dude. <laughs> um, Next heavy metal. No, you know what, too, is... um that would be a good name, band name. Its discovery led to the speculation that the paranormal... Okay, so... um. The the weird thing though is what people were seeing was snake, not a phytosaur. Yeah, not a phytosaur. Okay, so if this were true, the twenty 
the 220 million year old phytosaur dating from the Triassic period would be the world's oldest ghost. You know, the only thing is, I don't, I don't think this is what they're seeing because if you see that you're, you're just, you're just thinking like gigantic alligator. So if they're seeing some kind of snake demon thing, I, I actually think this is like something totally different or something they're actually seeing in another dimension. Because I mean, I have a question. Yeah. That crocodile looks like the Epstein of crocodiles. Like how is its head that big? Like how is it even <laughs> able to lift its head? If its head is that big, it's bigger than its body. Well, I guess because everything is a lot bigger back then. So it, it needed like a even bigger head. head to like, chomp on stuff i guess yeah what why are you showing me a tiny snake <laughs> because you'd snake. be surprised there are no images of ghost snakes on google oh so you just look up albino snake you're like, you're like let's well, show albino snake. yeah i probably. looked up ghost snake and it came up with this one because it's, it's white a, it's a ghost it's a snake with a white sheet over it just really tight i was hoping for like a ghost anakin scenario with a snake but nobody's photoshopped that you know, we got we got to get on mid journey for that, I think. Um, that's really interesting. But I think you know what I think it is. Uh, this is my theory is there's a lot of weird stuff seen in the Skinwalker Ranch area, right? Yeah, a whole bunch, a bunch of, of these other ranch areas like, yeah, they're seeing things that paranormal things that don't make sense. What if this is like some type of dimensional overlap in mm -hmm. that area? And exactly whatever, whatever is the recipe of circumstances bringing this stuff in is somehow, you know, there's this like being that keeps getting seen over there. That's a massive size snake. I mean, it could it could even be a time slip of some sort where it's pulling in information from another time. I mean, most of the the not most of but like a certain type of um, haunting is more like a memory than it is like an active being that's. You know, yeah, I agree. Cognizant of what well, it's doing, I think. The other, the other aspect is it doesn't really go into detail. Um, you, you know, obviously, I mean, we ha we actually do have some information about the ghost ranch, but I mean, it's it's not getting into detail about what people are seeing. Like, I mean, when I think of like ghosts, you know, I'm not thinking of like solid physical necessarily creature or, or your thing usually it's like you know i mean people have re you know i mean i i personally have seen some ghosts but that's not like they're like shadows more than anything else that i've seen so i i mean if this thing is like a up like walking or slithering or whatever it is then my thinking is more of like cryptids not so much like an actual physical ghost that that but I don't know. This I could guess. be this could be a cryptid. It could also just be like uh yeah, like a skinwalker that turned yeah. into a snake instead of a freaky wolf thing or whatever. You know? Well, I have to admit, I never really heard much of Ghost Ranch before. And I, I've heard of Ghost Ranch before. Okay. There have been multiple fossils of animal jawbones, skull fragments, hip bones, and more that have been found in the area since then. Um, supposedly this thing is seen only at sunset, sunset, um, the serpent brew, brujo, brujo, <laughs> sorry, brujo was a 30 foot rattlesnake that lived under Mesa Herfano, a st steeped sided, um, that stood alone in the red sand, red sandlands southeast of the homestead. So, Orphan Mesa. You know what's so weird? What we were we were bringing this up earlier in in our meeting is that Ghost Ranch was a favorite of Georgia O'Keeffe, like the painter. This woman. Really? So, like, yeah, like she was a very growing up in the 80s and the 90s mm. you weren't cool unless you had a georgia o'keefe like that's all the ones with the 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 skulls of animals yeah. that, that are found in the desert or yeah and so o'keefe um she depicted the landscape basically landscapes and um uh 
catapulted basically the ranch into international recognition. Whoa. Yeah, her watercolors are super famous. She donated money to them and was aghast when she wasn't sold the entire ranch and it was given instead to the Presbyterian Church. Mm. Ah, that's so that's so bad. Um, the Navajo said the land was haunted by evil spirits. So they 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 were very aware of that. The ranch was known among locals as Ranch of the Witches. Yeah. Well, is it cursed? One brother ended up killing another during an argument about gold, after which a group of locals arrived at the ranch and promptly hanged the remaining <clears throat> brother from a tree. So there is some history there of, uh, of you know, some foul play, we'll say. Yeah. It's interesting that the Navajo said that the land was haunted by evil spirits. So that, that, that would kind of go along with this. I mean, I think, you know, we, we have no idea really what this, these lands, like what happened and, you know, thousands of years ago, like who knows? You yeah. Know? I mean, it obviously the land has not forgotten. It's scarred by some of this stuff, mm -hmm. not just there too. I mean, a bunch of these places, like Ghost Ranch, Skinwalker Ranch, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bradford Ranch, and there's a whole bunch of them too. Yeah, I didn't – and there's there's actually a whole bunch in Mexico, and there's like – there's um, a lot of secret ranches because the owners just don't want people to like flock there. So I heard that there's actually a lot of uh, like really weird stuff in actual Mexico. Um kind of across the border like not not too far away from the border of the u.s there's a lot of like private ranches that all this weird stuff happens on but they, they it's like they don't want to talk about it is it called juarez <laughs> just kidding <laughs> it's so much crime in juarez i'm sorry i couldn't you know there is really but um yeah so that's kind of you know that's really and, and i guess there's more in the u.s too you know like have people and have you ever like seen juarez Mm -mm. dude there's one time where i was driving down texas like on the border and mm -hmm. you can literally see the wall and juarez over the wall from the other side of of texas mm -hmm. it's really weird it looks like like there's literally just a wall between texas and juarez which is like <laughs> one of the one of the most like so much crime there you know yeah I mean? yeah you could like throw a rock and hit it yeah, seriously. I, I I mean, I've been at the border of Texas, but that was in, um, oh, where was it? It was a few different places, Halega or something, or mm. I can't think of the name of it right off the top of my head. But yeah, so I've, I've definitely been to the border. And yeah, I mean, you can literally like the cartel car, car, um, compound, whole cartel compound was just like right across the river. And I'm like, you could literally, I'm not joking. You could literally throw a rock at it if you threw it hard enough. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm like, this is so weird. You know, I'm talking about the ball with like control. that spindly barbed wire over it, just like for miles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there was like people walking out, just like smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, this is so weird. weird. <laughs> and like, you guys can't do anything. And they're like, no, it's, Mexico, you know, we, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. All we can do is like, you know, guard our border and that's it. And then they'll like send people over in the middle of the night. And I'm like, dude, this is crazy. So <laughs> totally insane. Well, cool. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Those um, <clears throat> segments there is really interesting about this. What is it called again? The Viveron. Yeah, I've never is there is there like an image of this thing, Lindsay? Like, Not that I've found. Just reports of it. It's been seen as a ghost snake, so I don't think that that's been captured on camera. No, I mean just like uh, more How of like a prompt drawing. snake to appear. I mean, yeah, the a lot of these images just show like a giant alligator, and I'm like, I don't think this. Just, no, no. Just not That's, those are just some of the fossils that have been found in the area. Oh, you have a picture of the fossils? No. Oh. But, <laughs> but the jaw I mean, bones and bones from this alligator-like creature have been found there, as well as other bones. So hmm. that's why people think it might have been a phytosaur, 
because they're trying to like explain this with modern science as opposed to well, any other explanation. Is, why are you trying to explain a ghost sighting with modern science? Yeah, geez, that's, <laughs> that's paradoxical. <laughs> like, like modern science doesn't believe in ghosts. So, oh, it's there's got to be this giant alligator, even though described it as a snake. So. Any, anyone even saying or claiming they saw a giant snake would be made fun of by modern science. So why is modern science trying to figure it out by yeah. saying there was a massive phytosaur here in the past and that's what it was? Especially because some accounts said it looked like a rattlesnake. Right. Which yeah. That did not. Which that obviously is not an alligator. You, you know, I'm actually, um, when I really started researching cryptids, I was blown away by how many there are in different cultures and different parts of the world um, that aren't found in other parts of the world. So, I mean, there's like hundreds of different cryptids that exist. And I, I could not believe like, I'm like, wow, there's so many. So and things that I've never even heard of because like Haiti has like a whole bunch of weird cryptid stuff and whatnot. So, oh, yeah. What do yeah. you what, what's in Haiti? I, I, I don't remember the exact name of it I, now. I'm going to have to look please. into it. But um, I, I was just looking at stuff and then like Japanese, the Japanese culture has one. In fact, it, I forget what they call it. It's something in Japanese, but it's specifically this like demon demonic thing that will randomly appear in like bathrooms at like public bathrooms and or it's certain um so this is an urban legend this, this is thing. like an urban legend like certain days of the month and so it, 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 i got like, like weird visuals when you said that like there's this is freaky. This yeah, thing. and then it could like show up and supposedly like eat people that are in the bathroom and then like just disappear. You know, <laughs> this is like, like if people go like you know we did we we recently did that whole thing with Brian Schaefer and I was talking to one of my friends who's really into this stuff in the area and he was like he was telling me about it and I'm like well dude I've never heard about this and he's like yeah man this like this thing could have like grabbed them you know and i'm like wow that's really weird to imagine think being a cryptid and or or an urban legend and your thing was to show up into bathrooms and random <laughs> at random times and eat people it's just eat people then your story about brian Schaffer disappearing was in this episode right yes it was yeah so this is our most recent um scary hauntings and mysteries that we published on edge of wonder on rise tv so um you can definitely you can watch it there and we get into a whole bunch of stuff in this episode everything from us from elsa the the haunted a haunted disney doll weird vanishings like brian and then um yeah also the stanley hotel so pretty cool stuff all right what about haiti was there anything from haiti that you ah oh, i'm gonna have to look it up again remember, remember when we were researching zombie powder yes yeah that was from Haiti. That there, like I said, there was like weird stuff. I think and a lot there of, was. There was a lot and of then that stuff. came over and and ended up in um, New Orleans, basically. Yes. What's zombie powder? The zombie powder is a powder that reanimates the dead, allegedly. Yeah. That some of these these shamans, these evil shamans, had con concocted to reanimate the dead. Again, allegedly. <laughs> I haven't seen any zombies yet, but I also haven't been in New Orleans yet, so maybe I need to go down there. I have I've been really wanting to go down there too because there's so many weird things. To see a zombie or to eat, you know, well. <laughs> Dude. Maybe both. Right. The only place you can get a fried shrimp po' boy and then go down the street and see a zombie. <laughs> Yeah, we can definitely do a, a um a show on cryptids that people have never heard of of all around the world because there are definitely weird ones so like seriously every culture has different um have you ever heard of dogman island no there is a thing called dogman island in louisiana dog and island. allegedly like the people on the swamps that go, you know, hunting for food on the swamps all the time. Mm -hmm. There's a certain island that none of them will go near at a certain time. Like as soon as it gets sundown, they just stay away. 
Wow. So this one guy I was watching, uh, I was like listening to an interview of this guy and he, he was curious and he was like, well, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to, I'm going to hunt this thing. And so he starts, <clears throat> he's in the area and all of these like guys, you know, in their boats with the fans, they start leaving the area and they're just looking at him like, are you crazy? You know? And he's asking people, he's like, where's dog Island? Like, where's, where's dog man Island? And, um, and they, they just wouldn't even talk to him because they were just like, you're crazy. And apparently, so like he found this area and I actually found it on a map because he said it was about a half hour away from this one city. So I started looking around the city and mm -hmm. in the swamp, indeed, there was an area called Dog Island Pass. And then it said where Dog Island was. And I, I think it's there. And mm -hmm. he said that what he saw that day, he was like, I was lucky to get out alive. And he's like, I will never look for this thing again. Weird. Yeah. So it's not on the map? No, it is. It is on the map. Well, okay. I think it is, but okay. I I don't know. I didn't go down there and I don't Yeah, yeah. No, I know you didn't go down there, but I'm time. I just didn't know if he, if you could like find it on a map or not, or if it's called but, something else. But you know, apparently the locals are very aware of this thing and they just everyone knows about it and everyone mm -hmm. can talk about it, but they don't promote it really because it's like well, what's the point it's a local right it, you know what i mean yeah it, it, it yeah yeah i mean that, that was my brother's experience too when he saw like the the rougaloo Ruger, oh the the Rougarou, yeah 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 which That's is like all which also could be the werewolf yeah or it could yeah. be like a dogman werewolf it is they're all the I yeah mean, they're all kind of the similar thing i mean they could literally be from that island that'd be really weird well i think they're Hmm. I actually think they're everywhere from what like from the reports I've listened to tons of interviews and they're in many, many places like the beast of Bray road in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Super weird. Uh, then you've got like uh, the, the, what is it called? The Benton triangle in Vermont or whatever the, mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but all of these areas <laughs> have sightings. And then, um, <clears throat> Even in New York, in places that you've been in New York, there have been sightings in those areas. Yeah, like where you used to live. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Crazy. There's a lot, actually. Yeah, I keep trying to like go out looking for things, but do not go looking for one of those. No, that I would not want to. Bigfoot. Yeah, because go ahead. There's also um, as long as it's not the big, the Yeti Bigfoot, the one yeah, from the north. Stay away from yeah. that. Um, Pine Bush is in New York, and that's like a, a massive UFO hotspot. Um, oh, yeah. You and I went there early, early, yeah, early. I remember we went to a diner there, didn't we? We went to a diner there. Yeah. We were asking them about, like, if they had heard of UFO stuff, and they were like, I don't know. Yeah, it was like called like saucer diner. I don't yeah. know. It was like a whole alien themed diner, but right. they were like, Yeah, we just work here. You don't really know, you know. It's just this theme, and I'm like, no one knows really. Yeah, I was, I was really expecting more of an answer from that waitress. Yeah, I was too. It's Bennington so. Triangle. Thank you. That's the one, Bennington Triangle, mm. Vermont. There's actually a lot of different triangles all around the world. Actually, there are. Um, you know, when when I actually we're gonna be doing the ghost ships uh, this Thursday, the first one of the ghost ships, and um that one's more about the Bermuda triangle, but the second one is more of the worldly aspect. And I, and I was like, yeah, I couldn't believe how many these like so-called like Bermuda triangle, like places exist all around the world. Mm. So yeah, it's that episode's coming out next week, but do you want to show the trailer for the one that came out this week? Oh yeah, or that's right. It's week? already out this week. I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's show the trailer and then we'll come back and um, yeah, we'll be getting into some fun fa Halloween facts. No, we yeah. From a haunted doll that won't go away. To the mysterious disappearance of a college student. From the infamous Stanley Hotel. To a message in a tombstone. There's plenty to keep you up at night. So sit back, grab a friend and huddle up by the campfire 
because these stories will chill you to the bone. In this episode of Edge of Wonder, join us as we get spookier and peer into the paranormal world. Our world is full of mysteries, unexplained phenomena, metaphysical encounters, and of course, divine miracles that can't be explained. And they might just leave you frozen in fear, like our first mystery on the list, the Haunted Elsa doll. so um yeah you guys you can find that right now on rise.tv and uh this 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 month we're doing a whole series of like uh halloween specials but you know one of the so one of the cryptids i was trying to think of of, of haiti is instead of the the ruguru it, it's the luguru yeah which is basically, yeah which is basically kind of the same thing yeah. Um, it's different it's, accents. One is Cajun, one is French. Yeah, basically that's <laughs> it. But in Haiti, um, th this, this thing is, uh, but it, it could also be described as a half bird or half of like any animal, but mostly a werewolf people associate it with. So wait, so they, the Roo, the Rougarou could be a half bird. Well, f in Haiti, they're, they're saying it could What's be like a half chimera or whatever. What I'm sorry, like a chimera where it has like different parts of different cryptids. Like yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. <laughs> cryptid chimera. I have the face of Bigfoot, the the hooves of a dog man, yeah, scales of a lizard man, <laughs> and the wings of Mothman. Yeah, basically they just call it a werewolf, though. I mean that's that's uh, that's yeah, but they they have a whole bunch of other stuff like weird monkey kind of creatures that look kind of like um bigfoot you know and whatnot but the one of the weirdest cryptids i've ever heard of is in washington state there is an ape like creature that's been seen with a cat face or it's a cat with an ape face really which yeah <laughs> which is like super weird it's like sometimes when I hear the sightings, I'm like, that's so stupid. You have to be serious because like, why would you just make that up? You know? <laughs> I actually believe you more telling me it's a it's a cat face on an ape because <laughs> why would you make that up? That's ridiculous. So that that Japanese cryptid, I was trying to I was trying to think of the name of it. I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it right, but it's it's C-H-E-U-K-S-I-N. Like chuck skin, <laughs> something like that. Can anyway, you, can somebody pull this up, Lindsay. Could it's you also called the toilet goddess? <laughs> Korean. I'm sorry, it's Korean, not not Japanese. Sorry. So <laughs> about that one. He's a plumber. I like it. That is hilarious. Um, I went into the bathroom and I swear I was I was. I was destroyed by the toilet goddess. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that come out of me in my life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, really funny stuff. There's not a whole lot of information about it. Um, it's on. Can you bring this up, Lindsay? Is it possible? She's trying to find it. I'm trying to find it, it too. What? Can you say it again? Spelling. Yeah. Here, hold on. Let me let me let me get let me pull up this link real quick. Um hold on, I'll put this in the dock. Okay. Just one second. There. Oh yeah, the Chuxin. Yeah. There are no photos here though. No, the, the like I said, it, it is not a lot of information. I've been trying to find some information. Very elusive Korean chookskin. <laughs> no one's ever gotten a photo of it because all of those who were on the can when it <laughs> appeared were eaten. Hmm. Yeah, it's it was believed to to appear as a young virgin um, with long hair. 
And the goddess, infuriated at her exile to the outhouse by the supreme deity, <laughs> said to spend time counting her hairs, <laughs> basically. And then she became like, uh, you know, angry. And so she started, uh, she would attack. So, so like if a child fell into Lindsay, the we can hear you thing. typing. Very so anyway, this this is like a it, it's like an old uh, Korean mythology kind of thing. So anyway, there's like I said, there's not a lot of information. Like I've never even heard of this before, and uh, so, yeah, I was just like, so I think she's having a hard time finding anything about it. So I don't know. I'll keep looking around and see what I. Oh. Looks like Ben is having a little issue here. Ben's frozen. Ah, he's gone. Well, um, we should probably get into these records that you've you've got. Hey, Ben. Hey, I don't know what happened. <laughs> We're just transitioning into these world records that uh, from Halloween that Lindsay found that are like pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Don't you didn't look at any of them, did you? No, I haven't yet. Okay, okay well, don't don't. So Okay. I want to ask you, I want to ask you, so yeah, what do you think the world's heaviest pumpkin ever, ever um, grown was? I know, like, actually, I remember a couple years ago, this guy won this like pumpkin thing and it was a really big pumpkin. So I, I mean, I, if I don't know specifically, I would have to I, at least like a couple hundred pounds. Like, okay. So give me, give me like your best guesstimate. Uh, well, let's say like 200 pounds. Okay. It's a good guess. It's a good guess. Okay. You were about 2,500 pounds off. 2,500 pounds it, off. No, okay. 2,749 pounds. The world's biggest ever grown pumpkin. Oh yeah. It's like a car. What am I thinking? Yeah. I said like 200 pounds, but it's really, because like even a 200 pound pumpkin wouldn't, wouldn't be that big. So wow. That's Look massive. at the size of that thing. That is huge. It's the size of your of of like they named it Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> the goat. The goat of pumpkins. Look at that thing. Man. Look at how excited that guy is in the back. You know, I was watching this um I was watching the this documentary when they were uh like where they were weighing these. Mhm. Mm and um the guy, one of the guys that came close to winning, he was like, well, I, I was a farmer and I retired a few years ago and uh, I had nothing to do. And I think I was bothering my family. So they all told me to get a hobby. <laughs> and he was like, so I started growing pumpkins. <laughs> he grew a pumpkin that was like 2,400 pounds. Man, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, how do you grow a pumpkin that big? You guess right. it just keeps growing? Lindsay, I before know. I ask Ben this next one, can you tell me what a pumpkin boat is? Someone said, oh, my gourd. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Smell it's a, it's a boat today. made out of a pumpkin, of course. It, literally a boat made out of a pumpkin. So it's like, I, oh. I, if you take this like 2,000 pound pumpkin and carve no, it. But are you just cutting the pumpkin in half, coring it, and then letting that? float or are you saying that the boat like a, a big boat is made out of pumpkin parts what are you saying it's a very large pumpkin that they carved so that you can sit in it and there are contests for who can travel the farthest distance in their pumpkin boat wow okay ben how how far do you think that that someone traveled in one of these pumpkin boats <laughs> i wish there was a photo of it that would be a little bit oh is oh, this it there you go okay i mean so in reality oh man you can go I don't know. I'll say like also depends on, on where they're, where they're, how far the lake is or where they're traveling. I don't know. I'll say like 12 miles. Okay. You're closer this time. Uh, 25.5 miles is the world record in a pumpkin boat. Miles. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty far. Actually, I don't even know if you really need to carve it out. It might just, it might just be buoyant. No. I don't You'd have to. You'd have to. They did carve out enough to stick their legs in it. Okay. 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 That's it. That's crazy. 
I thought they'd have to core the entire thing. Some of them may have been able to sit all the way in them, but it looks like he's sitting on the edge. But you'd also get pretty tired after 25 miles, so maybe that's why. True. Okay. All right, now on to the more terrifying for Ben type stuff. <laughs> the largest collection of haunted dolls. Yeah, dolls, man. That's right. Now, where do you hear this story? This story is chilling. Um, Mexico's just... island of the dolls, La Isla de las Munes. How do you pronounce that? Munesas? <clears throat> the tiny aisle houses thousands of broken, mutilated, and decaying dolls hanging from virtually every tree and bush. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Ready for this? This story yeah. is a story. This collection began when a hermit named Don Julian Santa Barrera moved there during the 1950s. He claimed that he was being haunted by the ghost of a young girl who had drowned in one of the canals surrounding the island three decades earlier. To appease and occupy her restless spirit, he began placing dolls around the island. Ironically, ready for this? Mm -hmm. Ironically, Don Julian met his own death in 2001 by drowning in the very same canal where the girl had died. Wow, that is yeah. freaky, man. The, the Island of the Dolls is now a tourist attraction, and locals claim that at night the dolls come to life. Chucky, dude. Dude, this is this is literally a place of nightmares. Animated by the spirit of the dead and begin to call, whisper, move their limbs, and turn their heads of their own accord. <laughs> That's freaky. I've never even heard of this place. I have wow. no idea that this this existed. Um. So you're so so what what's what's the uh, what's the question? Like, how many dolls are on this thing? No, there's there's no question here. I just wanted to tell you about this crazy place. Oh, okay. I the thought, next I thought, record will have a question. Yeah, I've got, I've got. Oh, uh, okay. I thought, I thought it was like how many dolls are on there, and I was like, I don't know, like maybe seven thousand. That would be insane, though. Damn. All right, now let me ask you a question: What is the highest-grossing ghost slash haunting movie of all time? Hmm, this is hard. Um, you'll never get this. Yeah, I mean. My first thought is like um, uh, The Exorcist or something like that, but um, but it's like, but I don't know if it's like counting all the like the prequel or uh, you know all the all the ones that came afterwards or whatever. You're just talking about one single movie, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say something like that, something that's really iconic, um, but. What, what, what's the answer? You want me to give you a hint? Yeah. Ben sees dead people. Oh, Sixth Sense? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? You know, uh, it could potentially be just because this was like a very groundbreaking movie because this is one of the very first times like, like a major, major plot. I mean, you have movies with plot twists in it but not quite the extreme as like six cents took it. Oh yeah. That was just like punched everyone in the face. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, there's like been a lot of books prior to that too. I mean, even, um, you know, what was it fight club, which came out roughly around, I mean, I think it also came out in 99. Um, you know, and the book was written prior to that. So, I mean, that was a major plot twist too, but I think that, and I think just the whole concept of what what Sixth Sense represents. Um, I don't know if I would rec really say it. It was a horror movie. It, oh no, it was a ghost slash haunting movie. Because yeah, okay, it really okay. was because I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Dead people—they're like telling them how to resolve their being dead. Yeah, you know, and then <laughs> so it was like it was a thriller, you know. <laughs> like a psychological thriller more than a haunting movie, but it was still, yeah. it was about that, you know? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I actually saw that in a theater. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. When it came out and, see dead people. um, poor kid. 
when she dropped the ring, that's when I was like, wait a minute, something weird is going on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was just, it just shocked. Grossed. It, so the movie grossed $673 million by 2000. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to read this comment. This is from Bella. She said, I'm terrified of dolls. When I was little, a haunted porcelain doll legit haunted my best friend and I. It came alive at night and could turn its head and eyes. Dude, that's freaky. <gasps> I would do that doll would not make it through the night if I was there. Yeah, my my I friend had the totally same thing happen to her over that thing. Wait, what'd you say? I said I would put that on the back of my forerunner and back over it. <laughs> yeah, my friend had the same thing, like Miss Piggy. Like she swears, like that's what was happening with her Miss Piggy doll, and she wanted her parents to like get rid of it, and they wouldn't. That's so, come on, get rid of the Miss Piggy doll. They just they're like, oh, this is all in your head, you know, and 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 that that's like what you say to kids when when they're saying these things, and that's why like. Yeah, I definitely would not. If I, <laughs> I would not say that. If I, yeah, it, it's funny because like there's so many people I know that have kids that that do see certain things, and you know, it's like I'm talking to the parents, like, yeah, don't think they're crazy, you know, like actually, like you know, tell them it's okay, and you know, let's try to, but don't don't have them like don't pan, don't like you have a panic attack. Put that doll in a furnace and burn it until it's gone. Yeah, that you gotta do. <laughs> And tell uh, that spirit to go find peace elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Okay. All right. Do we All need right. to go over this uh, mathematical model for surviving a zombie attack? Let's get through. Yes, that. you do. Okay. Yeah, let's get through this. Yeah. All right. You're gonna pull this up, I assume, Lindsay. So this is in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> That's yeah. right. They've literally created a mathematical model for how to survive a zombie attack and what would happen. So these are different like graduate students from um, mostly in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. From (laughs) Carleton University in Ottawa and the University of Ottawa, Canada, they published their first mathematical investigation of the zombie. (laughs) Okay, so according to their mathematical model, a zombie outbreak is likely to lead to the collapse of civilization unless it's dealt with quickly. While aggressive quarantine may contain the epidemic or a cure may lead to coexistence of humans and zombies, the most effective way to contain the rise of the undead is to hit hard and hit often. I like the way this is going. If an infection breaks out in a city of 500,000 people, the theory goes the zombies will outnumber the living in about three days. Only sufficiently sufficiently frequent attacks with increasing force will result in eradication, the authors conclude, assuming the available resources can be mustered in time. <laughs> Their data was based on traditional zombie movies and author authors to hypnotize the effect of a zombie attack. Hypothesize. Oh, excuse me. Why does I why did I say hypnotize? <laughs> What if you can hypnotize and authors to hypothesize the effect of a zombie attack and its impact on human civilization? That's hilarious. My brother has a, a, a legal bat actually that he made personally. Oh, the uh, the the nails sticking out. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Like, Just like head. it's like he has like a <laughs> mostly I think for fun, but he's like I actually have like a zombie apocalypse kind of kit just in case. <laughs> We are obs- he he was totally obsessed with zombie movies um when we were like growing up you know because I, I, I never really wasn't that much into horror movies but like he loved zombie movies more than anything else so um I've seen a few of them but um yeah Did you watch The Walking Dead at all? I saw a couple episodes. The first few seasons were pretty good. Okay. Yeah. This is yeah. That's kind of that. That's more like Bob Wire, but he yeah, it's like nails and spikes and stuff in it. So I think that guy's name is Nagin. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I actually read the um, the graphic novel though. Hmm. Um, like prior to the to the to the series coming out, so it's been a long time. But yeah, the graphic novel was really good. It, It actually, I mean, the core of it was more of like more afraid of other humans than the zombie actually. <laughs> yes. 
because <laughs> uh yeah when, when something like that happens like you don't know really how other humans are going to react or if they're like you know hungry and you know it's like are they going to attack you for like food or what you have so that was kind of that's kind of an interesting premise of it um well it, it looks like it's time to go over to rise.tv here uh, where you can ask your questions to ben and i whatever it may be uh you know are you curious about what would happen or the different scenarios that you'd have to go through if you were sitting on a toilet and a cryptid showed up to eat you? Ask your questions. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah. <laughs> we'll take you through all the scenarios on Rise.TV. Um, yeah, actually, we have a, um, a really, really awesome halloween campaign going on right now um where we've got tons of halloween content that we've prepared for you guys just to entertain you um in october so if you have the means we would love for you to come over and just subscribe to rise.tv because it's like a lot of fun we have the uh torso murders um ben what else did you write for, uh, yeah, for so we have we have the Cleveland torso murders, which, sure. which um, a lot of people haven't heard of. Then we have our um, special series about like haunted dolls, weird vanishings, um, message in a tombstone, and uh, the Stanley Hotel. And then we have ghost ships, part one and two. The first one is all about ghost ships, um, weird vanishings, whether it's the whole ship that vanished or the entire crew that vanished without a trace with mm. the ship completely intact. Um, so that's part one. Part two is ghost ships all around the world and weird, weird disappearances that happen. So and we, yeah. and we also have some exclusive uh, metaphysical content. That's just for you guys. We have the, the, the Ohio melon heads. We went into the crazy, creepy, just, Hmm. Man, scientific, mad scientist experiments of the Ohio melon heads, whether it was true um, or not, and what we found, and it will blow your mind. And then the other is That's the cool. um, Dark Entry Forest in Connecticut, which has just sent so many <clears throat> people to the loony bin. And why is that? Uh, <laughs> are these cursed lands? Uh, is there something on the, the land? Well, we explore this mm -hmm. in our episode, and it's not something you want to miss. So and, and also we have tons of Halloween series that, that Rob and I have done all throughout the years. We have so much Halloween Black stuff. Werewolves. Yeah. Uh, gosh, so many things. Yeah. Halloween, like what the Sailor meaning of Halloween Christ. itself. And um, I, I have some stuff on my Ben Solo show that I even did um, about weird hauntings and cursed objects and stuff. So um salem witch trials that's right yeah so that have, was nuts yeah that episode. and uh and then like really what happened at the salem witch trials so you know we, we kind of go through all of it and um yeah vampires and vlad the impaler <laughs> yeah well yeah the order of the dragon too man i forgot about that one yeah yeah and the weird history with the um with uh, the royal court in England. Yeah, that too. It's bizarre. And how it's related. The Windsor family. Yeah. So. Well, hey, you guys. Um, thanks for being with us. And why don't you come over there to rise.tv and we'll do the Q&A and then we'll follow that up with a meditation and prayer. Mm -hmm. See you guys over there. Who is the mad butcher of Kingsbury Run? The Cleveland Torso murders are some of the most gruesome killings that have ever taken place in America. Some believe it was worse than Jack the Ripper's crimes. On September 5th, 1934, this small forsaken neighborhood that probably would have faded away into oblivion etched its name in history. And the weird part is, is that there were very suspicious circumstances revolving around the suspects, which adds even more mystery to these horrible crimes. Little did they know at the time that this would end up becoming the biggest investigation in the Cleveland Police Department's history. 
because this is an Edge of Wonder Halloween special, and I promise we'll try to make you laugh through this dark topic. Welcome to Edge of Wonder, where the weird gets even weirder. You know, out of all the craziest theories out there, none is more fascinating than the idea that giant reptilian beings, serpent people, dracos, lizard people, or more formally, reptoids, could really exist. Yeah, this is one creature that a lot of us have a hard time grasping. Are there really shape-shifting lizard beings controlling things behind the scenes? Or even controlling people? Well, if you said yes to that question, then congratulations. According to an article from The Wire, you're one of the 12 million people who believe reptilians are not only real, but are even controlling politics. And if you believe that, then you're branded a paranoid, raging conspiracy theorist slash lunatic who is dangerous to society. Well, Ben, that is what the media would call you if they were secretly being controlled by reptilian aliens, right? Of course, this poll was taken back in 2013, and a lot's changed in 10 years. Yeah, that 12 million people might have even doubled them. But whether or not you believe in the most extreme theories, the concept of strange reptoid beings ever existing is still a fascinating topic to dig into. So is this all a giant hoax, or is there actually something to this reptilian agenda? Some good questions here. <laughs> there are some good questions here. Are you going to play an intro or are we good? Are we just going to go straight into this? Lindsay? <laughs> She's turning everything off. I'm sorry. She doesn't.